Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. I'm Thomas. You can find me on social media at The Wookie Lives. If you're interested in other minute podcasts, check out my show that just finished, Never Ending Minute. That's at Nevin Min on on Twitter. And my upcoming projects, X Minutes, kind of falls in line fairly well with this show, except on the different group, <laughs> more Mar- Marvel instead of DC. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a fan of 80s movies and 80s fantasy, we're going to be starting up a show soon that's going digging into all those like Legend and Conan and Dark Crystal and Lady Hawk, stuff like that. Cool. Awesome. Uh, today on Dawn of Justice Minute, we're talking about minute number 103. We're just going to start with Lois Lane watching the news and it's going to end with Lois Lane watching the news. Um, and not Huey Lewis, but anyways, um, yeah, this, this minute is really just about soaking in Superman hate. (sighs) I was going to say the world's reaction, but it really isn't the world's reaction, but it it kind of is. You think it's the media's reaction? Well, no, well, everyone that we see is, is here in, in the United States in one country. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of get the idea. It's hard to get the right idea. Uh, because what we're getting is this idea of what you can spin it to is like America's love for Superman and now tainted. But in reality, it's like this world, it's, it should well, be the I guess, I, yeah, it should be, Superman. in my opinion, it should be the world's rejection mm-hmm. of alien life, which is how I always felt about yeah. it. You know, it's like then it, what it comes down to it, it. Okay. So let's, let's break down what happened. So, Right off the bat, we get um, a hate mob uh, completely just hating on Superman. They've got... Throwing shade. What, yeah, what what looks like Superman being on fire and whatnot. Super death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, so these these posters they have up, they've got... Uh, I mean, it's all fear. It, you can tell this is all fear. They've got Superman will enslave us. They've got a poster that says Godfire, um, one that says Super Death, and then, like you said, they're they're burning an effigy, this this uh, straw man of of Superman. But the the one thing that doesn't make sense to me here is if they believe this stuff is true, if they believe he blew up this building or was complicit in it. If they believe he will enslave us, if they believe in this God fire and this super death, wouldn't they be scared to do something like burning this in effigy and, and making their hate so public? Because if they really believe he's capable of that, wouldn't they be expecting him to just swoop down and do it to them? Yeah, I guess. But then couldn't you ask that question for all protests, uh, violent or nonviolent? Yeah, but in this, you're talking about a god yeah. who could just smite you from the earth instantly. And if they honestly believed that he did this stuff, I don't think they would be willing to show their dissent so well, so publicly. Hmm. Because they would have to, if you believe that he can do that, you have to believe he's ready to do that to you, too. 
Yeah, but there's something in their bravery or stupidity, however you want to argue about it, like that they're going to go out and protest it anyways because they just don't like the guy. Yeah. So I th- I think it's really funny. One of those signs says, deport Superman. Is that what it says? I was trying to figure out what it says. I thought at first it said, report Superman. Was yeah. <laughs> report? What are you gonna do? Report him. Sorry, I reported you. Yeah, your you're account's banned. been banned. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, deport Superman. That's the same thing where it's like, what do you want me to do with him? Like, what do you want me to deport? Sorry, you yeah. gotta get in this spaceship. We gotta send you out to, you could probably live on Mars or something. But it's like, it's, it's just a silly group. It uh, got a fire. No, that's a pretty good one. It's almost a compliment. Right. But then they set him on fire. It's kind of like the, the iro- I- irony of it. But, um, yeah, just, just, uh, you're just voicing your opinions that you don't like this guy being around, which is fine. That's a you know valid excuse, and you know, a lot of people are angry about that. But you know what? I feel like um, this is not what people wanted to see in this movie, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially Superman fans, dude. I feel like, like diehard it, Superman fans. Yeah, they're like, like I Donner didn't, fans. I didn't want a movie where the world was gonna hate. Yeah. This character. And it's almost like, yeah, but that's the natural progression about it. Unfortunately, that's that's what we're dealing with. Like when you introduce this character into the world, you can't just ignore that there are going to be people who are like, I don't want this guy to even be here. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, I definitely don't support this hate group or whatever that's mm-hmm. going on here. But at the same time, the anger is valid. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have every right to be even remotely upset about this thing existing on your planet. Like, that's okay. And that's why I think it's okay to show this in this movie. Whether you're for Superman or against Superman, the acknowledgement of there's going to be that conflict when you bring a super godlike alien from nowhere onto your planet. Like, that's, that's, I, that's, this is storytelling I'd like to see, right? Or, right. Um, and it's it's also so it's also a mirror for our own society right now like how you can have these loud outspoken mobs who are claiming one thing but if you look behind the scenes behind the screens even you'll see that not everybody's actually feeling that way like you get this kid and the mom on in the scene and you can tell they're not feeling this hate and this dissent um, and even the the workers that they show here, it, they don't seem to be on the same bandwagon yeah. as everybody in that square that's protesting. So while the, the loud outspoken ones are the ones that are getting the news and getting the coverage, that doesn't necessarily speak to the entire um, community. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I would I would probably side most with those those construction workers because maybe they're construction workers of Metropolis. Maybe they've been. In a situation that involves I was thinking they, they could have been like the oil rig people. Yeah, but they, they're, they did but look they're like, I mean, they're yeah. not, but like it's it's in that same vein. Like someone who's actually been, I don't know if you want to call it blue collar because that's still kind of uh, negative. Um, but like the everyday. Some people take it as a compliment, right? Or uh, I don't know. Yeah, the everyman. Yeah, the every, every, the everyman. Joe Everyman. Uh, you know. I met him. They can even just see him flying across the sky when they're walking home from their commute from work or whatever and be like, that's it. Like he's doing, mm-hmm. he's doing a good job. I don't know. That's that's just it's some. That's like what the cool thing about Superman is that 
you can have the two groups of people that either like him or don't like him, and you can't do anything about it because he's still just going to be there. He's just there. Yeah. No, it's. It, I think it's It's such a good conversation to have, and it's, it's a healthy one to have because I feel like the more you represent the pros and cons, the more you can acknowledge it, accept it, and, and know how to deal with it because if you, if you, you know, it's never going to happen where Superman shows up in real life, but say... Don't put it past you, man. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, true. But like the thought of like, oh, we always got to have these wholesome, like blissful Superman stories where he comes and liberates you of all types of struggles in your life, like... If we do that to ourselves constantly, we're only lying to ourselves about the reality that we would have to deal with later on. Yep. And like to have this moment. Shove all your problems onto yeah, someone else. It's Are you kidding like, me? Come on. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And then, and then something like this would happen. It's like, we, we need, this is something that is necessary to ourselves. We have to do this and, and like, and acknowledge what's, what's the correct evolution of, uh storytelling like we can't just force our hands here a bit that's not right to do for ourselves kind of thing but that's that's all me (laughs) sorry i do like that the story writers and the director are willing to show the two sides of it though that you know while it would have been easy to say oh everybody's hating him because of this now they mm-hmm. took time to personalize it and say, no, not everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And that's I think what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's 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 the everyday man that has. That's what that's the opinion that matters. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like, and a, again, a lot of people who who left the movie theater, I felt like, even still, continued to blame the Superman that they got in the story. It was like, oh, why was he so like full of doubt? Why was he not just happy you know why wasn't he just that's not the superman i wanted and it's like yeah that's not the superman you wanted because that's not the superman you need right now like you can't you you, what you you know just it's not the superman (laughs) you deserve i don't know it's just (laughs) there's i think there's a there's a line that superman has to walk a humbleness that he has to portray in any story that he's involved in. Otherwise he does just become that overlord God Mm -hmm. kind of person. He, everybody that writes him and everybody that tries to deliver a story about him has to walk that line where he is a humble, gentle person that will let people walk over him so that he doesn't end up lording over them. Yeah, it's true. Humble is definitely a, a key word, key phrase for this. He has to he has to be willing to accept this criticism or else he is just a, a god character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we have to go through this this learning process for this character to even be able to begin to relate to the people of Earth. Like he has to go through some some issues so that he can know trials and tribulations. Yeah, he has to go through that. We can't just have perfect Superman fresh out the gates. Like he hasn't earned it yet. He wouldn't know yeah. how to relate. He we wouldn't be like earned it yet. Yeah, it's like you can't just you can't 
You just can't. You can't help me. Like it's like almost like like I would tell Superman like you can't help me because you don't know what it's like to have gone what I've gone through. But then this Superman can say yes, I have gone through that now, and now it's so much better now. Like I like this guy understands who I am because he's been through the same thing. That's what makes this Superman so great. And that of course ties so strongly back to the the Jesus portrayal. I know there's there's talk about Jesus or Moses, but in the Jesus um, analogy, you know, the only reason that, or not the only reason, but the biggest reason that people are able to trust more in Jesus than this almighty God is because he did walk among us. He knows yeah. what we went through, um, things like that. Yeah. Direct correlation. We can, personal, we can understand that better than this all-powerful God. Yeah, absolutely. And we segue into it uh, rather beautifully because like in this next scene that we get in this minute, what we're introduced to is Clark Kent in some remote uh, Arctic area, uh, tundra-ish. I don't know. Where what? is this? Where Why I is got this? I got one theory on what, where this place is. Yeah, but <laughs> hold on on the theory. All right. But what we get is... You know, where he is or where he's going in, in this minute, he's doing it on foot as a as a human being, kind of like we saw in Man of Steel. He's not a human being. Yeah, but, you know. He's doing it on foot like man. Yeah, like a man. <laughs> and not a Kryptonian that can actually fly through can the Can just, air. like, Or leap zap. tall buildings in a yeah. single bound. See, like, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, he he's continuing to... Uh, try to understand this world, and I feel like what he's doing is walking a few miles in shoes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's something there. He's backpacking, man. He's taking a a good old Joshua Tree spiritual trip. Is that that guy from Into the Wild? No, that's a a U2 album. Oh. <laughs> um, where do you think you want to talk about where this is? There's some mountains. There's some snow. It's a snowy snow. Let's hear your theory. I think they're speaking Spanish. They they are, but where do you think he's going? To uh, like, where do you think he's no, going? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's just going. What's his destination? Tell us your theory so that we can keep track of it as we go through the minutes. The theory is not strong, but my the theory is that the location of this uh, mountain range and where he is at. I think there's some sort of mysticalness happening around this area, so I'm gonna throw Nanda Parbat into there. You know what is Nanda Parbat? That's the place of Rachel <laughs> Ghoul and uh, all sorcery craziness. It's just like an epicenter for magic. Magic, uh, no, well, spiritual. I would say Dead Man also goes there to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, talk with some people on his thing, and he's really prevalent over in that area um depending on which uh dc world you're looking at uh, arrow deals a lot with nando parvados as well yeah and i know that they have like the league of assassins there and stuff i think right, right? yeah and that's like the whole Rachel ghoul nonsense right. and you know he dabbled in uh demon trickery and whatnot. Why are you smiling over there? Sorry. I was You're just like, looking at like yeah this kid's all wrong no this no no, no, no sorry wrong. I, was, I was reading something um. So yeah, we see. I don't even think it happens in this week, but we see some mystical mumbo jumbo happening in this movie. And uh, I they introduced 
magic in Suicide Squad? They introduced so magic. it exists. They also yeah. introduced something in next week that is like that. I have no idea what it is, and I don't know. If, I mean, you can say it's a hallucination, uh, but you know the hallucination would actually come about with you know a human and lack of oxygen being at that altitude. This is mm-hmm. a Kryptonian just walking on a mountain like it's nothing. Yeah, like it's a would... small hill. <laughs> like nothing happened to him, so why would he be hallucinating a, a ghost and stuff? I don't know. I think there's some mysticness yeah, he... happening in in these mountains. I would have to say that Superman is not definitely. I mean, we've got tons of proof to the fact that he doesn't require oxygen to live. Or at least not, not he, as he much can as hold we his do he can he hold flies, his breath yeah <laughs> yeah he flies at at, at heights that uh, you know obviously the yeah. air is going to be super thin all the time he goes out into space mm-hmm. you know he's got intense lung capacity I'll just say that mm-hmm. right yeah <laughs> his blood cells don't need that much to oxidize yeah. or no they need an incredible amount to oxidize yeah. also this white kid right. yo that's yeah Tim, you had a theory about this that's kid Tim too, Drake didn't you that's Tim Drake. What kind that of weird theory is that? Why? We just haven't known it yet. He's just, he's learning, man. Or Batman sent him there and was like, you need to chill out stealing wheels off my car. Go learn wrong some Robin. spiritual stuff. What did I say? <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a wrong Ron. It's Jason Todd. All right, stop so the, stop hacking into my... Stop ha- hacking into Cobblepot's bank account. Yeah. No, wait, that's such a weird theory. I don't know if I... No, that was like a theory that I think I texted you like it... Like 11 p.m. thinking like, oh, this, wouldn't this be crazy? <laughs> Something stupid. It's the next cracked article. Don't don't believe that. Like you guys are gonna yell at me on the internet. Don't I don't actually believe that. So it's just it's some joke. Tim Drake is Robin as well, right? Is yeah. He, or is he he's, Batman? Tw- the next Batman. He's the third Robin. And yeah. Okay. He's, Red Robin. He's the one that Batman believes would be the successor to the cow but um he never becomes batman he's always like who <laughs> this is a tangent but who is it that plays batman 2040 is it 2049 uh, when brute not 2049 that's spider-man is all old and the it's a cartoon uh terry batman Miller, beyond uh, terry mcginnis yeah um terry that's it yeah. that's the name i was i was thinking yeah that you were saying there no, Terry McGinnis. Man, I would love to see some Terry McGinnis. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Terry McGinnis. I'm a big fan of that show. Yeah. Um, yes, I love, I mean, all, all those cartoons I, I've loved forever. My daughter loves Justice League as well now. But yeah. I, I, I'm like, yes, yeah, you can watch that. We can watch as much of that as you want. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's interesting, uh, some of the some of the quotes that are that we can pull from this minute. Um, was the the exchange of like, hey, for twenty dollars, I didn't see you go try to commit suicide. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. It wasn't until I was taking notes for this mm-hmm. minute that it actually struck. That was oh, that was a bribe. Like yeah. I did not, no idea. I had uh, no yeah. idea, and I don't know if I never. I feel like I watched this movie with subtitles on before, but maybe just wasn't paying attention to what was going on. I found out just because I was cutting the minutes when we were doing get ready to do this podcast, and I that's when I saw it, and then I went. Oh, so oh! It's, go, it's a money exchange. People come here to die. <laughs> is that what that is supposed to be? Like you got to pay yeah, twenty dollars to die. About that too. Like, why do they assume that he doesn't want to be found? Yeah, is it like is he trying to just get away, like off the grid? Oh, for twenty bucks, uh, you know, you can just well, go hide in a hut. I don't know. 
I can't say, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who go to the Himalayas to probably die, right? Probably. There are some people who go there to climb it and be like, hey, I am one of few who climbed this thing. Are the Himalayas really spiritual? Yeah, right? I mean, with that altitude, I could probably see some trippy stuff. <laughs> but <laughs> but you're not a Kryptonian, man. Yeah. But yeah, see, those people, those people that are there, they're there to guide people who actually want to climb the mountain mm-hmm. and like help them out. But when they see this man, they know immediately that he has come to die. So then they have their other business, which is, hey, still pay us money, except we won't tell anyone that you went up this way. <laughs> so they run they run both sides of it. They got their business. They got you coming and going. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this white kid there? Is he, he says to he's be- white. I'm saying he's white. Look at him. Fair enough. He's got freckles and everything, man. Freckles and everything. Um does he? I don't even Yeah. And uh He definitely speaks great English. You know who he looks like? Uh Yeah, I know who you're gonna say. What? I don't know his acting Tim name. Drake? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh the guy that plays um uh Hank McCoy in first class, all that stuff. No, I was gonna say he might be uh Zack Snyder's son. No. Nope. Nah. Nah. I should I should have looked it up before we did this, but I did not. But he kinda looks Sorry like about it. one of his kids. But anyways. Um, yeah, I just thought it was so interesting because I never realized that quote where it was like, oh, $20, I didn't see you. Oh, yeah, I did and not know it was a bribe. Same goes for me kind of thing. Did and you see this kid's hat? I'm digging it. Yeah, it's a cool hat. You have a hat <laughs> just like that almost. It's almost like it, but that I like the colors on that one a little bit better. Yeah, but um, yeah, I always thought it was so interesting that here we have this godlike being that everyone is so adamant to voice their opinions on and then here he is walking on foot up a giant mountain and just like being that normal person again like man of steelish man he's taken some some time to be alone with his thoughts mm-hmm. yeah That's absolutely to be superman and to walk if you will from metropolis to the Himalayan mountains, wherever it is. How far do you think he flew before he was like, all right, now I'm going to start walking? See, that's what I'm saying. I thought the thing was like, for 20 American, he didn't see you. I thought, I didn't understand for 20 American. I thought it was for something. For for a something American, (laughs) he didn't see you. Like, I thought he was saying like, for a boisterous American or for a loud American. And Americans are always (laughs) like, oh, I'm going to climb this mountain. I'm going to climb this mountain. Like that kind of, like, oh, for an American, he didn't see you. Neither did I. Like, you were really quiet. I always thought like he flew... Somewhere landed behind the tree and then started walking up this mountain path, like in front of these guys, and that's what it meant. Like, well, I didn't see that guy walk up. At some where did he come from? To cross the country, from country to country, you have to not walk unless he take a plane or a boat. Unless he just uh, super swam. <laughs> I'm imagining this really cool shot of Superman just walking on the ocean floor, and just like yeah. I guess I'll just. Keep walking. Yeah. Like backpack on and everything. Just trudging <laughs> through. the through. water. Mm-hmm. If I was going anywhere, I was walking. Yeah. <laughs> Good reference. That's probably, you know, that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. It's you like know? one of those old 19. 19- I got to one coast and I just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He probably, that's, you know, 
That's, they they needed time to think. Our our heroes sometimes need moments to themselves, and uh, that's what we get here. And you know, I'm about it. Um, this minute is just a lot. This is a Superman minute. This is, this is there's no Batman in this minute. This is all about. There's no Batman this week. Yeah, really. I mean, we got Batman to look at a photograph, but it wasn't. Oh a, yeah, we did. It wasn't right. about him. We didn't, we said his name once. It was his computer. Yeah. It wasn't even his OS. No, we said it like three times, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just talked a lot of Wonder Woman, and then we've been talking about Superman, and that's pretty much it. Um, but that's all I had about this for this one. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty uh, pretty basic. But those were my theories. Uh, welcome back to Theory Minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let us know. for I mean, That's the... all you can do with this, because, I mean, even the guy there is theorizing that he's come to die. Mm-hmm. And we're left to make our own guesses as to why he's actually come there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, and that's, yeah, that is what it is. This is a, this minute is a conversation starter. Um, maybe not so much with what's actually happening with Clark Kent right now, but with what the world is thinking about the Superman. And so that's what it is. So hopefully with that, we can reel in some of our listeners, people who've never heard this show before and listening f- to the first time. Um, just hit us up on all social media, DCU Minute, or the Facebook group, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Slide in those DMs. Yeah. And in that group, you can talk <laughs> uh, with not only us about the minutes, but you can chat with other listeners and uh, guests that have been on the show. And yeah, let us know your thoughts, and we'll catch us tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.